0: Happy holidays, and thanks for tuning in to the Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, December the 27th. We pray that you and your families are doing well, in good health, and ready to worship today. Here are today's updated announcements. Brother Terrell Thompson is at home from the hospital, and he is asking for our prayers. Sister Evelyn Pillar's son, Daryl has tested positive with COVID-19, and is asking for our prayers on his behalf. Also, Sister Maddie Dowell is asking for prayers for her niece, Mrs. D'Audrey Isabel, who is in a live hospice. Please keep Sister Maddie and her family in your prayers. Please pray for all of our sick, our shut-in, bereaved, elderly, and traveling members and their families. Let's please continue to make phone calls, send cards, and text messages when we can. I'm sure they'll be appreciated. Brother Cairns will continue his study from the book of Genesis today. The lesson text will come from Genesis chapter 24, verses 1 through 4, verses 15 through 18, and verses 56 through 57. The lesson is titled, Isaac and Rebecca. Please tune in and study along with Brother Cairns anytime on the Lord's Day. And you can contact Brother Kans with any questions or comments via his email address at bill.kance at gmail.com. This Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m., I invite you to participate in our midweek Bible study. This week, we will continue our study titled, Lord, I Need an Attitude Adjustment, focusing on a series of lessons from the first four chapters of the book of Malachi. Lesson five is titled, We Are Family taken from Malachi chapter 2, verse 10. Make plans to join us this Wednesday evening and every Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. This concludes our updated announcements. We will now begin today's worship service.
1: Good morning, everyone. We welcome everyone here to our morning worship service here at the Church of Christ that meets here at 904 Lawrence Avenue. It is good to see those that are with us this morning, good to see Brother White back with us who was uh, not well last week, good to have him back, good to see Sister Courtney back with us also. We appreciate, uh, We're always good to have you back and know that God has blessed you both and all of us to be here on this Lord's Day. A cold morning outside but very comfortable inside and we're thankful for God giving us the roof over our head. Uh, family around us and the health and strength to get up and see this day. It may be cold outside, but a beautiful Lord's day that he has blessed us. We are alive. We are alive. So we're thankful for everyone being here. Thankful for those that are tuning in on our podcast. Appreciate you also doing that and hope that you continue for those who are not attending to uh, listen to the podcast. Again, This is the Lord's day, and God expects Christians to worship him on this day. Our announcements, we did get word that Brother Terrell Thompson has been admitted to the hospital, have not been able to get in contact with him, so not sure of the status and updates about his condition, so let's keep him in prayer. Again, always, uh, if you have any needs, uh, church, any type of need, that we can aid you with, please contact uh, eldership. If you have a confession to make through the week, a prayer request, or just simply want to uh, have a Bible study, talk to someone about the Lord, please always feel free to contact leadership. We know that we are apart as far as our gatherings, but we're not apart in spirit, and we want you to know that we're not—we're just a phone call away. So make sure that you call leadership for any needs. We also ask that you continue to listen to the podcast through the week. Uh, on Lord's Day morning, our podcast uh, by Brother Kent, and on Wednesdays at 7.15 p.m., our, our midweek Bible study on a conference call delivered by Brother William Carruthers, and we appreciate those two brethren very much uh, for their teaching. Uh, always for those who are uh, not assembling, We ask that you continue to send in your offering uh, to Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ, P.O. Box 41648, Nashville, Tennessee 37204. So we appreciate those that are continuing to do that. We're in Nashville, folks. Uh, Nashville is a hot spot uh, for the virus. So uh, let's make some precautions and make sure that we continue to practice safe measures. I had the privilege of, of talking to a couple of brethren last week, uh, and their congregations have been hit very hard uh, with cases of the uh, of COVID-19, uh, quite a few deaths uh, that the brother had mentioned to me for the, in those congregations. So uh, let's keep ourselves uh, safe. Uh, let's continue to pray for the brotherhood, uh, for the brethren, not just Nashville but worldwide, uh, because this virus has no limitations. So let's continue to pray for one another, for our city, for our nation, and for the world uh, around for our our health during such a traumatic time. There are things that we can do, church, as individuals to keep ourselves safer during these times. So let's practice these measures. Our order of service this morning, singing, Brother Corey Spivey, Uh, scripture reading and prayer, Brother Sam Otis, our sermon on this day, Brother Arnold Spivey, prayer for offering and communion, Brother John Phillips, Uh, our closing prayer, Brother Taylor Moore. So we thank you for your time and attention. Let us now prepare ourselves for our morning worship. Good morning.
2: Page 647 will be our opening song, page 647, Father Fount, let us sing.
3: Since the love of God has shed priceless blessings on my head, I have made it my own. I will hide it in my heart that it never may depart. It shall rule there alone. The love of God within the heart will kindliness and warmth impart. The soul will glow Like Jesus in his tender mercy If the heart is made his dwelling Place the love of God Glows like a flame Through endless years It is the same The love of God Will never fail nor lose its glory Till we see him face to face Since the Son of God came down with his love our lives to crown, he with us would remain. Greater love there could not be. Jesus died for you and me. In our hearts, he would reign. The love of God within the heart will kindliness and warmth impart. The soul will glow like Jesus in his tender mercy. If the heart is made, his dwelling place, the love of God glows like a flame. Through endless years, it is the same. The love of God will never fail nor lose its glory till we see him face to face. While His love burns true and bright, we are walking in the light He has shown us the road. We His glory must reflect, lest our dimness and neglect. Keep some soul from its God. The love of God within the heart will kindliness and warmth impart. The soul will glow like Jesus in his tender mercy. If the heart is made his dwelling, place the love of God glows like a flame. Through endless years it is the same The love of God will never fail nor lose its glory Till we see him face to face Page 299 Page
2: 299 scripture reading and
3: prayer will follow this song. <clears throat> Let us sing. I stand amazed in the presence of Jesus the Nazarene and wonder how he could love me, a sinner condemned unclean. How marvelous, how marvelous, and my song shall ever be. How marvelous, how wonderful is my Savior's love for me. For me it was in the garden he prayed, not my will but thine. He had no tears for his own griefs, but sweat drops of blood for mine. How marvelous, how wonderful, and my song shall ever be. How marvelous, how wonderful is my say. This love for me, in pity, angels beheld him and came from the world of light to comfort him in his sorrow. Rosy bore for my soul that night. How marvelous! How wonderful, and my song shall ever be. How marvelous, how wonderful is my Savior's love for me. Our next song will be announced after Scripture Reading and Prayer.
4: A scripture text this morning is taken from John chapter 9. I think it's right. John 9 and verse 4. John chapter 9, verse number 4. I must work the work of him that sent me, while it is day. The night comes when no man can work. John nine, verse four. May God have the blessing to the reading and the hearing of His word. Shall we bow? From everlasting to everlasting, Thou art God. The God that have Took nothing and brought forth something. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It's again that we approach our throne this morning with thanksgiving in our hearts. Lord, we can't thank you enough. All we can say is thank you. Thank you for all that you have done. Thank you, Lord, for watching over us last night, touching us with your love that we're able to rise this morning to a new day that we have never seen before. Well, thank you, Lord, for traveling grace, allowing us to come to this place at this time to render praise and honor to your holy name. Amen. Well, thank you, Lord, for being our doctor even in our sickbed, being our comfort even in the time of the loss of our loved ones. We're thankful, Lord, for the food that you allow us to have, the job that we're able to go and work. We just can't thank you enough We thank you for even watching over our children. Lord, we thank you for just watching over us during these trying times. Lord, we, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And we just say thank you. We just say thank you. We once again thank you, Lord, for... Being our God. And beside thee, there is none other. We are thankful for your Son Jesus, left the shining coast of glory, dwell upon this earth, went to that old rugged cross that through his death and suffering, we all might have a right to the tree of life. We're thankful, Lord, for that grand old church that's blood-bought, heaven-born, and Holy Ghost-filled. Lord, we just say thank you. Oh, Lord, we just say thank you. We're thankful, Lord, for the preachman that proclaimed thy word throughout this world. We pray, Lord, that they will stand bold this day, cry out to a dying and perishing world, and tell them that the way of the cross leads home. Pray, Lord, that they will continue to preach the one Lord, the one faith, and the one baptism. We're just praying, Lord, that many will obey before it's everlasting and eternal too late. Our blessings be upon him that shall stand before us shortly, and break unto us the bread of life. Pray, Lord, that we might search our hearts and ponder the thought whether or not we are doing those things pleasing and acceptable in Thy sight. We were the leaders of this church. Lord, in these trying times, we pray Lord that you continue to give them the strength and the courage to do those things that's beneficial to all of your children's. Pray Lord for those that are sick among us. Those that are going through sickness. Those that are wrestling with this coronavirus. Lord, Lord, we know that everything is in your hands. And everything will work out in your season. We just ask you, Lord, to give us the strength to continue to look to the hills from which cometh our help. Be with our land. Live our country as we reel and rock in a state of sin. Pray, Lord, that you might touch the hearts of those that are in leadership, that they will bring peace out of confusion. Bless us. Keep us in your care. And Lord, when you call, Lord, when you call, we ask that you just be with us and say to us, well done, thou good and faithful servants." In the name of him that said it is finished. In the name of him that gave up the ghosts. In the name of him that took a little boy's lunch and opened up a supermarket. In the name of your son, our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Amen. <clears throat>
2: Page 125 will be the song of invitation after our message this morning, page 125. After you've marked page 125, we'll notice page 219. Page 219. let's
3: sing. All day long of Jesus I am singing he my song of joy will ever be all the while he keeps my heart's bells ringing for his love is everything to me he is my king and oh I dearly love him he No other heads above Him. All day long in raptured praise I sing. He's my Savior, He's my King. Streams of love around my soul are flowing. From His heart, love's everlasting spring. That is why my faith in him I'm showing. That is why in endless song I sing. He's my king, and oh, I dearly love him. He's my king, no other is above him. All day long in raptured praise I sing. He's my Savior, he's my King. In his light, I'm going home to glory With the souls who trust his saving grace Going home to sing and tell his story In the blessed sunshine of his face He's my king, and oh, I dearly love him He's my king, no other is above him All day long in raptured praise I sing He's my savior, he's my king He's my king, and oh, I dearly love him he is the no other is above him. All day long, here after I sing. He is, the he is the
5: Good morning. Oh, let's try it again. I know we're few in number, but we can do a little bit better than that. Good morning. Good morning. All right, we serve a an awesome God, church. And if it were possible for a prayer to get us into heaven, and I would want Brother Otis to deliver by prayer. He is a a good God, church. And if you listen to the words of Brother Otis' prayer, and if you examine your lives and how good God has been to you, then we should have no problem this morning worshiping him in spirit and in truth. Because in order to do that, church, we ought to be in awe of God this morning. He is an awesome God. A scriptural text this morning was, was taken from John chapter 9 and verse number 4 and here again the Bible states it says I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day the night cometh when no one can work we're going to look at a a topic this morning that someone had requested we do a sermon on and that topic is procrastination and i put it off as long as i could i started <clears throat> excuse me i started on something else and then it, it, it hit me like the old v8 commercial i said oh Brother, so and so had asked for this, so I had to go back and, and 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 look at a another lesson. So I want to use for a a topic this morning, Brother Moore.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> Stop burning oh. daylight. Stop burning daylight. There th- there might be a a lot of problems sometimes in the in the church today, but. None can be worse than procrastination. So often, the resources are available. There are opportunities that are abounding, but the laborers are few. Not only is it like that now, but it was also like that in the times Of Christ as well. Turn with me, if you will, to to get our minds focused back again in the book of John, chapter 4, verses 35 and 36. Here, the Bible states it says, Say not, ye, that there are four months, and then cometh the harvest. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already to harvest. And he that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit until eternal life, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. I know the Ecclesiastes writer says that there is a season for everything. But there is never a season for us to continue to procrastinate. If it needs to be done, it needs to be done. There is a sister verse to what we just read, and it comes from Matthew chapter 9, verses 37 and 38. And, and, and what it says here is basically the same thing. It says, now, the harvest is plentiful, but still, the laborers are few. So what are you saying, Brother Bobby, I, I'm, I'm saying that oftentimes we as a congregation, as the body of Christ, we sometimes procrastinate. We know there are some things that, that need to be done That we can do ourselves, but we say somebody else will do it. And oftentimes what happens is no one does it. We procrastinate. Now, why is this true when we look at the rationale behind us continuing to procrastinate? Is it because that we are not aware of our responsibilities within the body of Christ? Now, when we accepted Christ as our personal Savior, some responsibilities came with that. See, we we can't just sit down on our seat of do little or do nothing and expect something to happen. We all have a responsibility. Or maybe it is we know what the responsibility is, but we don't have the ability. Now, those are two different things. Or is it because we know the responsibility, we have the ability, but we just don't want to do what needs to be done? Think about it, church. There are a lot of things that went on before COVID hit. There were a lot of opportunities for us to come and, 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 and conjugate together and get some things done. We didn't show up. Now, it's a funny thing. When things go good... We want to be a part of the team. But when things don't go too good, sometimes we pick up our toys like a spoiled brat and we move somewhere else. And we say, that's what they did over there. But you see, if the problem begins when you are here, (laughs) and you are not doing anything to solve the problem, then you become part. Of the problem. Now, if we survey the scriptures, the scriptures will tell us that it is the latter that we talked about. We know our responsibilities, we have the ability, we just don't want to do the work. Now, what's happening now is truth be told, a lot of people are using COVID now. Can I come down? I got my mask on. And I don't mean any harm when I say this. But sometimes the truth needs to be told. Some people are using COVID as an excuse. In, within, and without. I'm not going to work because of COVID. I'm not doing this because of COVID. Now, if the vaccine works,
0: Mm.
5: a lot of us gonna use something else. Cause we're gonna look at something in just a second. A lazy person always has an excuse. A lazy person always has a reason to procrastinate. Now, somebody might be looking at me funny going, I don't know if I'm procrastinating or not. What is procrastinating? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. When we procrastinate, we intentionally and habitually put off doing something that needs to be done. Now, you can look at me. I'll be honest. I procrastinate. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell on myself before my wife tells on me. We've got some steps in our house that I started about three months ago. Taking the carpet up, staining them and painting them. I think it's about 16 steps. I got about half the way I want them. And I look at them and I find something else to do. So I am procrastinating. We all do it. Now, but... Here is where I want to go this morning. We can procrastinate spiritually. Now see, this is where I want us to hone in on this morning. When we continue to procrastinate, when we continue to put things off that are a detriment to the cause of Christ, then we have to ask ourselves, why am I doing this? Why do I continue to procrastinate if it's causing harm to the body of Christ? But nevertheless, church, we we still procrastinate. Go with me to the book of Matthew. Chapter 20. And verse 6. Now this is what church leaders sometimes want to ask the congregation. Matthew chapter 20, verse number 6.
6: And about the eleventh (coughs) hour he went out and found others standing idle and said unto them, Why stand ye here? All the day idle.
5: Now, in in other words, what happened is that eleventh hour is about five p.m. So, in other words, it's like the boss sends you off to work in the morning. He gives you a list of things that need to be done, and then at five o'clock he comes to check on them, and you're in the same spot,
0: Mm.
5: (laughs) and he's saying. What have you done? Have you not moved since this morning? But see, sometimes church leaders look at the congregation and they say, Why are we not moving? We're stuck in the same rut this year that we were in last year. And you know why? It's not because we don't have the resources. It's not because we don't have the abilities. It's because we don't have the desire to do it. We keep procrastinating. We keep putting things off until it is convenient for us. You remember Felix? Did you read about him in the Bible where there ever was a more convenient time for him? The most convenient time is now. So we need to stop procrastinating and do what needs to be done. So why is it that we procrastinate? Some people do it because they're just lazy. Truth be told, some people are just lazy. And what we do sometimes is We'll find busy work Uh to fill in our time, but the work itself never gets done, like the steps at my house. (laughs) I find all the things to do to keep from finishing the steps. Some people are just lazy, and as we said before, a lazy person always has highs an excuse and let me show you what laziness looks like let's go to proverbs chapter 6 verses 6 through 11. proverbs chapter 6 verses
6: 6 through 11. go to the ant thy sluggard consider her ways and be wise which having no guide overseer or ruler provided her meat in the summer, and gathereth her food in the
5: the harvest. So what we're looking at here is, we can sum all this up in one word. If we procrastinate, we can do it to the level that poverty will set in. Poverty will set in if we continue to procrastinate. Now, flip over, if you will, with me to To the Proverbs, say in Proverbs, now go over to chapter 20 and verse number 4. Now, we see procrastination can lead to poverty. But now when we get over to chapter 20 and verse number 4, are you over there, bro? Let's see what this says.
6: The servant will not plow by reason of the cold. Therefore shall he beg and harvest and have nothing.
5: So you know what they're saying? You can also procrastinate to the level to where if you don't work, you don't eat. I like that. I don't mind helping someone out. But see, there's a difference between me giving you something all the time and me giving you a helping hand. See, so we can procrastinate to the level that, we're, that it, it, it puts us into poverty and we can do it to such an extent that we won't have anything to eat. We need to stop procrastinating within the body of Christ. Souls are at stake. See, now... Will this work <coughs> on Judgment Day? Brother it. um <clears throat> you know there were several people that you came in contact with every day. You told them about everything else, but you never told them about me. Mm. Well, you know although uh, Lord COVID was out there then. <laughs> yeah, I know that. What do you think, COVID? came from. But you still had a responsibility and you had the ability to tell others about me. So why didn't you do that? Because you procrastinated. And we're going to see in just a second that procrastination can also lead to sin. So when we keep putting stuff off It can put us in a state of sin. Some people procrastinate because they have too much to do. I would have come to Bible class on Wednesday, but I had something else to do. Now, these are busy times. I, 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 we, we have more stuff to get into now than any other generation before us. But now here's the kicker we also have more technology right. to get things done than any other generation. So things balance out. There are always only going to be 24 hours in a day. Now, who. Who chooses how we spend our 24 hours? We do. See, we decide how we spend our 24 hours. Some spend six hours a day. PlayStation. Now, when I search through the scriptures, I don't see a a PlayStation in heaven. I like PlayStation, the little games that I can understand. I like Me TV. There's not going to be a Me TV in heaven. So see, I got to be more careful on what I do with my time. Brother Ernest, let's go to Haggai. Chapter 1, verses 2 through 5. We're going to finish this up this morning. You got it, run.
6: Thus speaketh the Lord of hosts, saying, this people shall, this people say, the time is not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. Then came the word of the Lord by Haggad, a prophet, saying, it is time for you, O ye, to dwell in your sealed houses, and this house lie waste. Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider
5: your way. Now, let's, let's, let's bring that over to the New Testament. Go, go to Matthew chapter 13 and verse 22. Matthew chapter 13 and verse 22. Back in Haggai, the people spent more time on their own personal places, is what it was said, than they did on the house of God. So what do we got for Matthew, bro? Chapter 13. I'm sorry. Go ahead. 13, 22. 22, yes, sir.
6: He also that receives seeds among the thorns is he that heareth the word, and the care of the world the deceitfulness.
5: Okay, the page messed up on that. All right. You want me to finish it up? Yeah. Yeah. You got it? <clears throat> what happens in Matthew chapter 13 and verse 22? It says, Now the word comes down, and the word begins to be choked out by the weeds. So to to superimpose that on on our procrastinating today, it looks like this. Everything that we need to be doing for the cause of Christ gets choked out. It gets set aside because of the cares of the world. I would read my Bible for two hours a day, but I need to go do this. I would have listened to Brother Williams' Bible class lesson on Wednesday, but I had to go do this. So what happens is now, in my hierarchy of things, I'm placing everything else above the cause of Christ. So in other words, I am procrastinating when it comes to the things that need to be done for the cause of Christ and the other things for the world, I'm doing them on a consistent basis. We get up, we go to work every day, we, we, we book it to work. Can't wait to get back home. We do everything else that needs to be done, and then we slack on God. Procrastinating. Some people procrastinate, church, and I have to think about this one, because they get too cozy. (laughs) We get too cozy sometimes, church. Now, when I look at this, there are some people that that perhaps have, have done some things for years and years. I taught Bible class for 12 years. I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm going to let somebody else have that now. I did vacation Bible school for the past three years. I don't want to participate. I'm going to let somebody else do that this year. I've done my share. Your share is never complete. Your work is never done. When it comes to the cause of Christ, you could work from the day you come up out of here to the day you die, and there'll still be some work that needs to be done. The problem is we can't move forward because we are procrastinating. We come in sometimes and we used to look at that board. The board is not growing. What are you doing to help it grow? Because what we say sometimes is, well, leadership's not doing this. Let me get back up
6: here. Because
5: the Bible just says leadership is going to be held to a higher account, a higher standard. But there's still work that needs to be done. We become too cozy. Brother Ernest, let's go to Mark chapter 10. Verse 17 through 22, please.
6: And when he was gone far into the way, there came one running and kneeled to him and asked him, Good master, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? There is none good but one, that is, God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery, do not kill, do not steal, do not bear false witness, defraud not, honor thy father and mother. And he answered and said unto him, Master, all these have I observed from my youth. Mm-hmm. Then Jesus, beholding him, loved goes. him, and said unto him, One thing thou lacketh,
5: it.
7: It go,
6: go thy way, sell whatever thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasures in heaven, And come, take up the cross, and follow
5: me. Now watch what the word of God can do when you examine yourself. It says, when when Christ told him to do that, his continence failed. Because, see, he had a whole lot of stuff. And Christ was saying, you need to go distribute some of that stuff out to some other people. And his continence failed because he didn't want to do that. So to sum all of these verses up is to sum it up like this. It doesn't really matter what you've done in the past. It's what you're doing now. You could have taught Bible class for 15 years, but if there is a need this year, and you can feel that need and you don't do it, Mm. then you become a detriment Because somebody may go without hearing the word of God. And you have been told to go. So sometimes when the church does not grow, it's because we don't go. That too is a form of procrastination. And we can say sometimes, well, I don't know what to say. I tell my students all the time, they say, Mr. Spivey, I don't understand how to do this math. I don't understand this part of pharmacology. I say, let me see your cell phone. Can you operate that? Mr. Spivey, well, you have no excuse. If you can read the instructions for that, you can read the instructions for what we're doing in math. The church has no room for Procrastination. No room at all because there's work that always needs to be done. So, this is why procrastination, church, can be so, so dangerous. Procrastination robs us of something that we cannot get back, and that's time. That is time. Paul tells us in Ephesians 5, he says, now you need to redeem the time. Now, when I was coming up, we had like these greenback stamps. And they say these greenback stamps have to be redeemed. But see, when you, when you look at this word redeem here, you have to know what the context is. What Paul is saying here is you, you, you're only going to be given a certain amount of time. And that amount, you don't know. You don't know what tomorrow brings. So what Paul is saying here, that every day that you have, every day that you have been given, make the most of it. And how do you make the most of every day? You do what God has told you to do. That's how we redeem the time. Time is of the essence, especially for those who have not accepted Christ as your personal Savior. Every day you say, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Mm. Tomorrow never comes. But judgment day, yeah. So, procrastination robs us of our time. Procrastination also increases the weight of the burden that we already have. Think about that. If I need to cut one yard today, and I say, well, I'm not going to cut that yard. I'll do it tomorrow. And you already have two yards to cut on tomorrow's schedule. When that day gets here, now you've got three yards to cut. Because you have procrastinated. <laughs> So every day you put off what you could have done today until tomorrow, your burden weighs up. It gets heavier. You want to know what that looks like? It looks like this. If you tell one lie today, here we go, then you've got to tell two lies tomorrow to cover up the lie that you told yesterday. Now, some of us get good at this. But eventually, you're going to tell so many lies that you're going to forget the first one that you told, and everything else is going to fall down. Because everything that you do in the dark comes to the light. Procrastination. There's some dangers in it, church. Sometimes, church, we miss opportunities. You know why? Because opportunities come dressed up in overalls. And when we see it, it looks too much like work. And we say, "I, I, I, I I don't want that opportunity. Too much effort has to go into it. Procrastination, church, can also separate us from God. Because, see... Sin is anything that separates us from God. And we need to understand that it is a sin to do what the Bible tells us not to do. It is also a sin not to do what the Bible tells us to do. So if I know I'm supposed to do something, and I don't do it, I'm procrastinating. And that procrastination can lead me into a state of sin. So procrastination can separate us from God. Procrastination, and I'm trying to draw to a close here. So what is it that we need to do to overcome procrastination? Is there a prescription for procrastination? Yes, it is. We need to remember our redemption, church. And stop remembering the Titans. We need to remember our redemption. Let's go to Titus chapter 2, verse 11 through 14. Remembering our redemption. Titus, chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. And if, if, if we spend a lot of time remembering this redemption, it'll cut down on the time that we have for procrastination. You got it, bro?
6: For the grace of God that bringeth salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearance of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ.
5: Now, now, let's look at it like this. You know what the Great Commission is, right? Mm -hmm. Matthew 28, verses 19 and 20. If we concentrate... On those couple of verses and we let that occupy our time there won't be any time left over for procrastinating think about how many people we come in contact with on a daily basis even in the face of COVID if you can go to Kroger's and talk to somebody through a mask You ought to be able to tell them about the cause of Christ through your mask. See, Satan is crafty. Satan will will, will get you to believe that any excuse you have is going to be valid. Anything that he can throw in front of you to deter you doing something that will aid the cause of Christ. We got to be careful, church. Jesus was about doing his father's business. He didn't waste any time. In the course of three years, look at what Christ accomplished with 12 people. Three years, 12 men turned the world upside down. And you know what he didn't do? He didn't procrastinate because he was about the father's business. When you think about we spend a lifetime 20 30 years sometimes and look at what Christ did in 3 We need to also realize church that when we don't procrastinate it gives us time to prepare for what's coming It gives us time to prepare for what's coming In Matthew chapter 7 verses 24 through 27, it talks about the wise man built his house upon a rock. And when the outside sources came, that house stood because he was prepared. It was built on a strong foundation. When a church does not procrastinate and it anchors itself in the word of God, it's going to stand, church. As I look out here and we come to a close this morning, we have as many people here now with COVID going on than we did some other mornings when there was no COVID. Mm. Think about that, church. And there are some valid reasons. There are some health concerns why people do not show up here. But even with that being told, I commend you for doing as you have been commanded, and that is to assemble yourselves upon the first day of the week to worship God in spirit and in truth. And that's not saying that you can't do it somewhere else, but there's something different when we come here together. There's a difference in the church. There's a difference between us being here together and us being at home. But a lot of people will procrastinate and not do anything and try to use COVID as an excuse. Procrastination, church, can cost you your soul. If you are not a member of the body of Christ. I'm about to say something. I don't mean it to be detrimental. I don't, I don't mean to hurt anyone's feelings. Procrastination can cost you your soul. And I'm going to ask a question and I'm going to do it this way. If you are not a member of the body of Christ, what are you waiting for? And I'm going to pause and then say, hell. I'm going to let that sit in. If you are not a child of God, you are not a member of the body of Christ, what are you waiting for? Hell. Mark 16, 16 says, well, he that believeth and is what? Baptized. Shall be saved. But he that believeth not. Shall be damned. And part of that damnation is you spending an eternity in hell. So what are you waiting for, church? Procrastination can cost you your soul. So as we conclude this morning, if you are not a child of God, God has made provisions for you. God has laid out a plan for you, and it's called the plan of salvation, where you simply church have to hear the word of God. Believe what you have heard. Not what man says. You have to believe the word of God. Repent of your sins, confess Christ, be baptized for the remission of those sins, and then live a faithful life. If you are already a member of the body of Christ and you have transgressed some of God's laws, or maybe you just need prayer, I'm going to ask you to examine yourselves this morning and respond accordingly as we extend to you the invitation. Will you come, please? Will you come, please? You examine yourselves based upon the Word of God and not to the person that's standing next to you.
3: And if you need to make a man, will you please come? now think about procrastinating. Tomorrow is not promised. From the birth <laughs> you need to be sure today. Do you know? Do we have one this morning? Do we have another? My Jesus, do Right you before know we sit down, I,
5: I, I like to ask it this way. If Christ were My to come back right now, would you be ready? Have you heard? Is your life in order right now? And if you can say with a resounding yes,
3: you and may be seated. that he will abide till the end. Where is your heart, O pilgrim? What does your light reveal? Who is your call for come? but
5: You for listening, and I I want to leave you with this. You know, sometimes when I'm not speaking and I'm I'm standing in the back with Brother Moore and Brother Legs, and the, the invitation call goes out, I like to ask myself, and I say, Well, this is not scriptural. I say, Well, what if there were a quota on sin? And I had hit that quota, and I didn't repent of that one thing, and it threw me over, it kept me out of heaven. be most miserable so I always like to ask make sure you examine yourselves not against the person that's, that's seated or standing next to you but examine yourself based upon the word of God and we don't have time to procrastinate because tomorrow is not promised thank you for listening church thank you.
7: I don't know Too many folks that this sermon wouldn't touch. (laughs) I, I, I know I'm in it, and you got to ask yourself, are you in it? I already know the answer, but you got to ask yourself, are you in it? Procrastination can hit all of us because we can put off that that we could have been doing. And as he says... Time catches up with you, (laughs) y'all. And so we have to ask ourselves all, have we procrastinated? And the thing is, it's not just have we. It's not just a matter of admitting, yeah, I procrastinate sometimes. What are we doing about it? (laughs) Because if we're not doing nothing about it, we're still procrastinating. (laughs) So we want to thank Brother Spive. That is a wonderful message. We appreciate that. Let us get rid of those things which so easily besets us and do the things in which God would have us to do. The good thing about it is, is that if we have been, we don't have to continue. We can put an end to it and go on to what God would have us to do. Thank you, Brother Spivey. Wonderful message. We have several that have come to make their request known. Sister Robbie Roberts is coming, asking us to pray for a brother-in-law. He's having some health issues and we want to remember him in our prayers. Carmen Johnson is having the vaccine today and is praying that God will protect her on that. Uh, Brother Taylor Moore is stating that he is saying, and he is asking for the prayers of the church. Brother Ernest Davis is coming, and he is asking for the prayers of the church, that he would let God help him to use his time more wisely. And that's that's all of us, y'all. <laughs> so let us go to the throne. Heavenly Father, once again, we are so thankful that you have allowed this message to be upon your servant's heart. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would please continue to bless him and help him to get out sermons that will help us, Heavenly Father, that he may continue to preach to a dying and perishing world. Amen. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would please help us not to just hear this as, a, as another wonderful sermon, but to actually apply it to our lives. And to actually be that which you would have us to be. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would please forgive us of our sins. Forgive those, Heavenly Father, that have come and asked for forgiveness. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would please bless them and block those sins out of the book of remembrance, whereby they may not come up against us in this life, knowing that to come. Forgive us, Heavenly Father, for our procrastinations. Help us, Heavenly Father, to truly study thy word and to be better servants in the future than we have in the past. We pray for those that have family members, Heavenly Father, that are having health issues. We ask that you would please bless us all, Heavenly Father, with with the things in which you see we stand in need of. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would continue to bless those that are having vaccines done, Today and in the future, we ask that you would continue to bless them all, Heavenly Father, and help us through this pandemic, Heavenly Father. We ask that you would please help us to to stand spiritually as well as physically and help us to make it through these difficult times. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would continue to bless all, Heavenly Father, continue to guide us, be with us, bless those that are dealing with other illnesses that are detrimental, Heavenly Father, and, and things that are, are difficulties in their lives, such as financial and everything else. We ask that you please bless those, Heavenly Father, who don't know where the next meal is coming from. Help us, Heavenly Father, to be mindful of that and to share that which you have shared with us. Continue to guide us and be with us all. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen.
3: Days are filled with sorrow and care. Hearts are lonely and dreary. Burdens are lifted at Calvary. Jesus is very near. Burdens are lifted. At Calvary. Calvary. Calvary all at Jesus is very
2: we want to once again thank Brother Spivey for that message. Amen. No pun intended, but it was right on time. <laughs> And if he's been procrastinating on those steps, I've been completely avoiding that responsibility. I want to thank him for that message once again. As we now focus our minds on the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we'll notice page 353. Page 353.
3: Let us sing. Jesus, my Savior, to Bethlehem came, born in a manger to sorrow and shame. Oh, it was wonderful, blessed be his name, seeking for me, for me. He is seeking for me, seeking for me. Oh, it was wonderful, blessed be his name, seeking for me, for me. Jesus, my Savior, on Calvary's tree, bade the great dead and my soul set free. Oh, it was wonderful, how could it be? Dying for me, for me, dying for me. He was dying for me. Oh, it was wonderful, how could it be? Dying for me, for me. Jesus, my Savior, shall come from on high. Sweet is the promise, as weary is fly. Oh, I shall see, descending the sky, coming for me, for me, coming for me. He is coming for me. Oh, I shall see. Descending the sky coming for me for me. He was dying Dying for me for
8: me. He was Dying dying for me. Before we have prayer for the collection, let us not procrastinate on this one verse. Jesus said, Bring, um, the Bible said, Bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And prove me now wherewith, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you will not be able to receive. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for the sermon that was given to us today on procrastination. Let us not also procrastinate in giving to your storehouse, Lord. Let us give of the means which you have so abundantly given to us, and you gave them without excuse. So we pray, dear Lord, that everyone will give cheerfully and from the heart, not procrastinating, not holding back, but giving cheerfully to you so that the work of the church may be done. It is in Christ Jesus' name that we pray and ask it all. that the church say amen. amen. We've now come down to this portion of our service where we commemorate the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Luke 24. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, They came into the sepulchre, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulchre. They entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass that they were much perplexed thereabout. Behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living amongst the dead? He is not here, but he is risen. Remember how when he spake to you when he was yet in Galilee, saying the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and on the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. Matthew 26, it states that as they were having dinner, Jesus took bread, he blessed it, he broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. For this is my body, which is given unto you. And after that, he took the cup and he supped. He said, Take ye and drink ye all of it. For this is my blood of the New Testament, which is given for many for the remission of sins. Before we have the prayer, you can go ahead and and prepare your communion. Let us pray. Almighty God, when we were yet without strength, Christ died for the ungodly. For we all had fallen short of the Lord's glory and we needed a Savior. Jesus came down from heaven to this low ground of sorrow. He gave up his body. He shed his blood that we can be redeemed, reconciled, sanctified, and saved through the shedding of his most precious blood. Thank you, God, because no other gift has ever been given that is more important to mankind. For us in Jesus Christ's name that we ask it all. Amen. Amen. You may now take up the bread. You may now take up the cup. <clears throat> When the sermon was ended, they sang a hymn and went out into the mount that is called Olives. This concludes this portion of our service.
2: Had a request for page two hundred and forty-four, so we'll close out on that song. Page two hundred and forty-four. fall afoul. Let us all stand and sing.
3: Time is filled with swift transition. Not a earth unmoved can stand. Build your hopes on things eternal. Oh, To God's unchanging hand You've got to hold Hold on to my God's unchanging And everybody's got to hold To God's unchanging And if you do, you can build Your hopes on things eternal Hold to God's unchanging hand when your journey is completed, if to God you have been true, fair and bright the in glory, your enraptured soul will view, you've got to hold. Hold on to my God's unchanging, everybody's got to hold. Hold on to my God's unchanging, and if you do, you can build your hopes on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging
9: hands. Let's all pray. I follow in heaven. We come to you saying thank you, Father, We're saying thank you for this day. Thank you for our families and friends we thank you for our health father most importantly father we thank you for you sending uh, your only begotten son on the cross for our sins father and for that we say thank you again Amen. at this time father thank you for allowing us to have this service father we thank you for the uh singing the praying We thank you for the uh much needed lesson father and we pray that we will um listen to understand what 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 your man servant has, has uh, brought to us um this morning father we pray that we will uh, make use of our time each and every day, Father, uh, before it's too late. Amen. Father, we pray that we will uh, focus on uh, trying to bring um, lost souls to Christ, Father. We pray that we will try to uh, focus on ourselves, Father. And, um, Father, try to uh, grow spiritually, Father, in your word. Amen. Father, just please be with us, Father, that we will remember to put you first, uh, regardless of the situations, Father, uh, going on in the world. In Jesus' name we pray, Amen.
3: Yeah, yeah.